Welcome to the Life Well Done Podcast. Optimizing physical, mental, and emotional being. Challenge plus change equals growth. Welcome back, friends, to the Life Well Done Podcast. Uh, talking about consistency versus intensity today. Uh, building off of our episode with Ryan Parr from Bare Bones Strength. Uh, before we get going, please be sure to subscribe on YouTube and iTunes for the podcast, uh, as well as some other videos coming up on YouTube uh, in the future, which will make more sense after this podcast episode. Um, but if you did like the last episode with Ryan Parr, or you like this one, you're talking thinking about fitness journey, or need some help in the gym, uh, hit me up, let me know, uh, find me on Instagram at lifewelldone. Shoot me a message, just talk about what you're trying to achieve, what you need help with, what you're struggling with. Have the virtual training going, and um, obviously if you're in the Metro Detroit area, come on into the gym, we'll see what we can put together for you, and, and uh, we'd love to work with everybody. So, um, moving forward with this, uh, talking about consistency and intensity. Uh, Bruce Lee said that long-term consistency trumps short-term intensity every time. Uh, the way I think about these two things is trying to master skills or habits, whatever it might be. Uh, I am guilty of this, and I tend to do podcasts, at least topics, when I'm by myself, about things I'm struggling with in life and that are really kind of at the front of mind. Um, so this has been on my mind for a little while, uh, trying to work through it, trying to just get into it and, and learn as I go, which I think will come full circle in this episode. Um, but whether this topic comes up in training, nutrition, work, uh, friendships, romantic relationships, uh, whatever, consistency, consistency will always trump the intensity. Um, intensity is, is a very relative uh, thing. Um, it's relative in everything you do. Uh, of course, it's not a bad thing, but it, it definitely can be. You know, if you if you get into the gym and you are untrained, and you have somebody, a trainer, that comes in and tells you. Oh, you should you should do this, or you work out for nine hours. You're not going to come back the next day and be in shape. Um, you know, love or relationships, friendships, they don't happen just out of you know a snap of the finger. Uh, it takes time. It takes building trust. It takes conversation. It's not just the roses and dinner that that make it all happen. It's it's built over time. It's built on a foundation of trust and uh, habit and, and being reliable and everything like that. So, you know, the example I like to use is CrossFit. CrossFit is, is a lot of people think of it as intensity. Uh, but if you apply CrossFit properly, and I'm by no means Mr. CrossFit, but if you apply it properly, it's a pretty f fantastic found, uh, um, tool to be using for fitness. Um, CrossFit isn't about coming in every day and just beating the shit out of yourself. They have it set up so that you should be going, you know, have a rest day here and there every couple days. Uh, one day is intense. One day could be a longer domain or long time domain and, and a little bit less intensity, more duration. Um, could be just weightlifting. Very, it's, it's called varied intensity. Um, but if you come in every single day, regardless if it's CrossFit or whatever it might be, um, you come in too intense, you're going to end up broken, injured, sick, not progressing. You're not going to reach your goals. Uh, or you're just not gonna you're not gonna progress properly. Maybe maybe actually being too intense will slow your progression down. Um, but if you take the you know you take a day to do weightlifting, the next day is an intense metcon. The rest day, as I was saying, uh, over time you've built this foundation and engine to continue to grow on intensity um, that becomes a gift when it's applied properly. 
Um, so building this foundation uh, is, is crucial to being able to ramp up intensity when you do it every once in a while. Um, when you put in a, a, the work consistently, focus time and effort into one thing, uh, you're able to achieve a higher level of intensity because your mastery of something has become just that, mastered. You've mastered the skill set. Um, you know, nutrition's an easy way to look at this, and it's something I'm going to get into because I'm, I, I struggle with my nutrition. I, I struggle with the intensity portion versus the consistent portion all the time. I like the intensity side of things, but that's not where it's made. Um, it's a classic cramming 10 pounds of shit in a five pound shit bag. Um, when you, when we lack uh, consistency, we also lose the valuable time for our brain to really figure out what we're practicing. Now uh, the brain is a pretty magnif magnificent tool without it. Uh, obviously we are, we are fucked, but we don't always allow it to do its best job. So when we come in, take musicians for an example. If a musician just practices one day and they keep trying to go at it, at it, at it, but then they don't practice for three or four days, they haven't mastered anything. The brain hasn't gotten the chance to go to the, the struggling point and really work out that, the kink in the system. And you do this when you sleep. The brain goes to it, it works it out, finds that little, little mess in there, irons it out. The next day, musician comes back and generally they have it. Or it might take a couple days over time, but it's consistently showing up to practice this thing. Um, you know, and, and that is a superior method, uh, rather than smashing it all in the one day, it's far superior method to, to be just accumulating the reps, the practice, the habit, and just trying to get after it. And I'll talk about how I think that we should go about this. I should go about this to progress and the different stages of it. Um, but when we don't allow the brain to develop these skills for us, ourselves very well, uh, we, we lose that motor control, uh, the body movement won't develop as quickly, uh, and it takes us much longer to master a movement or the skill set, whatever it might be. Um, again, nutrition. Uh, if you, for example, like maybe I have some experience in this, uh, <laughs> uh, you eat really well on a Monday because everything always starts on a Monday. Uh, but you eat really balanced. But on Tuesday, you eat like shit. You know, maybe you had some kind of work outing or you show up and there's bagels and then you end up with Taco Bell and you've missed your, your workout for the day and you're eating ice cream. Again, this has nothing to do with me at all. Um, but then you come back Wednesday a little bit balanced and then Thursday, Friday, you fall off a little bit more. Have you introduced some good things? Sure. But trying to be too perfect, maybe on Monday, didn't allow you to go on Tuesday. But it's developing these tiny habits, uh, practicing them through that will allow you to just build off of it. I'm not talking about not beating yourself up, but nutrition is such an easy one to do because I, I struggle with this all the time. I'm more of an extremist. I like perfection. I think about, I don't do stuff because I might be, I overthink it. You know, the analysis, uh, paralysis by analysis. If I can't make the perfect meal, uh, I'm just not going to eat at all. And then I find myself binging late at night um, and just getting really crappy not quality calories in. Uh, and then you start looking at digestive issues, sleep is affected, all these things the next day, next couple days, you just feel groggy. The brain didn't get a chance to do its thing and clean up the body during, during sleep. Um, it's, it's crucial that we kind of create some discipline there and just take these baby steps. It doesn't have to be perfect, um, but managing these things is what consistency is really all about. Um, uh, if you follow the role for a few days, you know, where, where you're on and off, back and forth, 
your result, you just keep continuing to feel like shit and you haven't really developed that discipline habit. Obviously, it takes more than a couple days to do that, but uh, I believe in momentum. It's, you know, one step uh, at a time and, and just moving forward with it. Um, but building on all these things, like it's impossible to really ramp up intensity safely without building that foundation of consistency or mastery. Um, and you can't ramp up intensity consistently without building the low intensity consistency. That's a lot of words right there. But if you try to run 10 miles, very few people can do this. They, you know, just get up and run 10 miles. Um, but the gen for most people, if you try to run 10 miles before training and uh, training to run three miles, your body's going to be unprepared. It's going to fight back. You're going to be sore. You're going to get hurt, whatever it might be. It's not going to be an enjoyable experience. Granted, I don't know why anyone wants to run 10 miles in the first place, but teach their own. Uh, but this is, is kind of representative of a lot of things in life. Um, you know, I can't learn to program really well for my clients uh, without just kind of starting. It's all about that starting factor, but it's getting out there and just trying things. Now, is, am I going to be the worst program ever? Probably not. I have a knowledge base of bad experience, but by doing more and more of it, I've grown. I will continue to grow. I learn more things from other people. It's trying new things. Um, but we're trying to learn. What makes intensity so special is as built and can continue to be built and ramped up with more consistency. Uh, as you become more consistent, the level at which you are working is automatically increasing, making your previous intensity levels a little bit more normal. Um, and so new intensity levels are not so normal. You can't just learn everything today, kind of the you know work out for nine hours today and you're not in shape tomorrow. Uh, chances are you're probably hurt tomorrow. Uh, you start by learning a little bit, mastering it, chewing on some more, and then mastering a little further until it's second nature. And sometimes you have to go backwards. I'm in that situation right now with my, my body just keeps feeling like it's falling apart. I'm not progressing in the gym. I've been up and down. My, my emotions are kind of getting in the way. So just taking all the crap out, going backwards, moving really well, enjoying the gym for a little bit. Um, not being so structured. Just do whatever feels right with some kind of... Um, kind of big picture thought process, not missing things, listening to what my body says. Ryan and I talked about this a little bit in the last episode um, and, and really thought that his thought process was very uh, similar to what basically sums up uh, consistency versus intensity in terms of just training and having fun. Um, but I think what's coolest about this conversation is understanding that as human beings, um, we are a really special species. We... Are find ourselves at the top of the pyramid. Um, we are kind of looking down on everything, uh, but that's what makes us special is not just that we're up there, it's our ability to adapt. And I kind of mentioned it, that the brain is super plastic. Uh, it can be changed. You can, you can learn anything. You can, anything can be developed. You can become anybody you want to become. You, you just have to put that work in, allow the brain to do its job. And how do you put that work in? Consistently, day after day after day. Um, and, then, and then based on that is the, the human being, the human experience is that we are super flexible. We are adaptation machines. Uh, we respond to stressors. We grow through the challenge. We create a habit through repetition. And we just do that by starting slow. Take one step. Take two steps, take three steps. It's all about just chunking things together and really understanding that this is a, a body of, of time that will allow us to become something, whatever we want to do, to achieve whatever we're looking for. Um, so 
to me, intensity should really only be done once in a while. And I live my life kind of ass backwards from that statement. And it's something I'm working on trying to change by just showing up, you know, more consistently podcasting, sitting down. I'm going to talk a little bit about why, why it's a struggle for me. But just doing these things consistently will make a big difference. You know, if you're going hard every day, are you really actually going hard every day? It's relative. It, again, it, it just by nature, you can't go your max every day. There's a cost. Think about back in the day when they had to hunt animals. You couldn't just go hunting all day long. You had to reserve your energy. You had to be really smart. You had to learn the lay of the land, uh, the habits of animals, what was most efficient for hunting, how you, what was the most efficient animal to be hunted for yourself, your family, whatever it might be. Um, intensity by nature entails that you need a break. And to me, uh, and I think this would probably be backed by probably several people smarter than me, volume is far more important than intensity. Intensity needs to be periodic. Yes, every once in a while you have to know what it's like to ramp it up. You know, in, in going back to college, I always practiced hockey hard. My teammates practice hockey hard. It's important to do that. But practicing hard every single day was becoming a norm. The games were the intensity. So every once in a while in practice, you take that intensity up to understand. You get as close to it as possible without redlining. So that way, when competition comes, you are ready to actually meet the challenge. Um, so volume, just far more intensity, uh, m far more uh, important than just intensity. If you do something two times a week, and I do it three times per week over a year, I've accumulated much more practice and can go intense here and there to know what it feels like to get there, which is kind of what I was just saying. You know, so that's, that's the old adage of like farmer strength. They don't go out there and just work one day and think it's done. No, farmers are strong. They, they get their work done because they show up morning to evening, every single day. They just make it happen consistently. It's not about getting everything done right now. It's about building up to get everything done over the picture. Um, so, you know, if you take the two and three times a week, I go three times a week, you go twice. Uh, and I we get uh, two times would be like 104 hours or uh, sessions or whatever you want to put to it for your two time a week, and for the three times a week it's over 150. So just that amount of volume there, one time more a week with a little bit lower allows a lot more time to practice, to learn, to master, and then obviously every once in a while you take that intensity up so that you can meet the challenge when it shows up. Um, you know so. I think the idea is, is there. The consistency is, exceeds intensity uh, all the time, almost all the time at least. Um, but how do we start being consistent? Do we start with the little things? Is it just jumping in? Is it that we need to find a level of intensity? Um, I think that you do start with those little things. How do you master skills? I use the music example. Um, I played music. My dad's a musician. I'm from a family of musicians. And it was always the same things. It applied in hockey too. Go slow. Learn one thing at a time. Then speed it up. Understand the mastery. Understand what's happening. Then chunk it together. One measure, two measure, three measures. Play a little bit faster. Fourth measure, fifth measure. Before you know it, you've developed a, the whole solo, the song, whatever it might be. A mastery of a picture or the scope of what you're trying to get after. Um, but there, through that chunking, we have to understand that there are stages of this. And this is something I get caught up in all the time. I don't want to look dumb. I don't want to feel like I don't know what I'm doing. But at some point, that's how everything goes in life. So there's a few stages of the learning. 
um, and it's important to get moving. Uh, so the first stage uh, is, is like an unconscious incompetence. And I, I learned this from my power athlete certification. They take you through these four stages of, of training in a gym for an athlete. Um, but it's really applied to anything that you are trying to get after. So unconscious incompetence. You, your person you're helping, whoever it might be, they don't understand how to do something and they don't even recognize the deficit. Um, a lot of times is where uh, we suggest that the skill or task is useless or doesn't serve much purpose. You know, we're kind of defensive, like, ah, that's not necessary, I don't need this. Um, but what I hear this as, as the emotional side of things is, I'm scared to get started. I am fearful of what I will look like or I'm fearful of failure, whatever it might be. I struggle with this all the time. I'm in the middle of it. I'm progressing through it right now uh, for a few things in my life. Um, it's actually been a really long, drawn-out process for me and not a whole lot of practice or movement. I've been stalled. Um, and for that reason, there's not a lot of improvement. There, How can there be? There's no time to practice. There's no time to revisit mistakes, anything like that. Um, the second stage is uh, more conscious. It's conscious incompetence. So unconscious to conscious incompetence. Uh, you don't know how to do something still, but you definitely recognize that deficit. I understand what it, I'm not, what I am struggling with, or what I'm not good at right now, um, and I acknowledge that that skill is useful, um, or what I can apply it to, and in, in how it becomes effective in my life. Uh, you're more aware of what you're doing. You're less uh, based out of fear. You're not held back by that fear. You're just kind of starting to understand and appreciate what needs to be done. Uh, the third stage would be the conscious competence. So we're a little bit, we're out of the incompetence. And uh, so now we understand and know how to do something, but being able to demonstrate it or execute it, it really effectively, efficiently, um, at a more intense level falls a bit short of your desire or takes a lot of concentration. It's something you have to think about all the time. Um, so in this stage, you definitely know what to do. You just have to think about it. And uh, sometimes thinking, again, that's uh, the uh, paralysis by analysis situation. So hopefully at this stage, it's a little bit less paralysis and just kind of a slower process for you. And through that, you get to the fourth stage, which is the unconscious competence. Um, you've mastered the practice, the skill, the task, whatever it might be. You can do this in your sleep. You, you speak on it. You teach it, whatever it may be. Uh, you're efficient, you can increase the intensity uh, whenever it's necessary. You have a great foundation that you can be that can build that intensity off of. Um, you can multitask. You can do this task while you're doing something else. Um, think about a child trying to learn how to walk. It's very, very concentrated focus. They fall down, they get back up. They have no clue what the point of this is. And then all of a sudden, they realize they're moving across the room a little faster by walking. And they're still thinking about it, so it's still slow. And then all of a sudden, they just are running around the house. I, I got to watch this, watching my nephew. Um, so these skills are really, these stages are really applied to anything in your life. It's just about being conscious of them and, and understanding where they're coming from. Um, you know, and these stages are always ongoing, mentally, physically, and I, I think emotionally and spiritually as well. Um, competency... Uh, begets progress and progress is created through learning chunk by chunk so start small build off of it take on the next thing um, chew it you know swallow it digest it whatever you need to do and go on um, you take a bit of information let the brain do its magic and come back and practice it again the next day or every third day whatever it might be it's developing these patterns of for success to set yourself up for success and in, in progression um, you know, in a lot of it, it all starts with a slow 
work the kinks out um, and to have a better understanding of how to do something. This is the mastery. It's the foundation. Um, and these things allow you to be more creative, creative in intensity, um, taking risks, uh, calculated risks a little bit differently than you would if you had no clue. It's about preparation. All these things are kind of um, synonymous, I guess. Um, but if we start out with too much intensity, think like one time per week for, for good food, we struggle to master. We don't develop a habit. Um, and, and I think that mastery is really essential for consistency. Hence me trying to podcast a lot more. Uh, you're not going to get better. I'm not going to get better at this without doing it more often. And yeah, putting myself out there for uh, for whoever who wants to listen to hear it, uh, they might think, oh, this sucks. This is not good. But hopefully over time, I become a different person uh, as far as what my skill set is with this. Um, so now we've gone through the stages, but how do we actually develop this consistency, the habits, you know, we've, in previous episodes, I've talked with Nate at some point, the discipline equals freedom. And, and we talked about habits equal freedom. Um, habits equal discipline equal freedom. So you can have kind of two, two ways of looking at this. Um, the what and the why. Um, what, uh, what, is that, what is it that you want to do? Um, but more importantly, what is, what is your why? Um, you have to break it down to manageable steps. Understand your emotion in it. Okay, so your emotion, I kind of talked about this, the fear of everything. Um, you have to understand that in trying to change anything, you're going to have emotions come up. You're uncomfortable. Um, it's something new. You're unfamiliar with it. It doesn't feel good to not know what the fuck you're doing. Um, it's tough to ask for help sometimes. It's embarrassing. You get these feelings, these emotions. You don't want to feel that way. But the reality is people want to help you. Uh, people want to give you good feedback. People want to see you succeed generally. Um, but a lot of times it's yourself getting in the way. The imposter syndrome, uh, the classic, I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy. Um, people are going to think I'm a fraud. Why would anyone think I'm good enough or smart enough to deliver this stuff? Uh, anyone can be doing this. You discredit, discredit your gifts or um, the things that you're good at in your life, the things that you've really practiced. I struggle with this all the time. Um, and it's something that I'm just trying to step into that fire and realize that the only way to, the best way out is in. So here we are. Um, but understand that the emotion a lot of times comes up because it's new territory. Um, it's uncomfortable. The mind will tell you it's too hard. It won't work. It's never going to amount to anything. Um, Odin's standing up for us here. Um, it, it's a huge obstacle for me uh, to understand that your ego is always going to try and pull you down most of the time. Um, but the true self kind of is, is glowing. It, it knows what exactly it wants. Follow it. Uh, you feel like you have these gifts, the imposter syndrome, the ego tells you otherwise. It's that voice inside your head. Um, you know, go check out the YouTube video on that. I posted one while I was in Colorado. But... Um, you know, when you start, part of consistency is, is coming back through struggles and obstacles, through failed outcomes, to, to try and understand how to maneuver towards your goal. It's taking that mistake, revisiting, you know, uh, failing a test in school. What do you do? You just move on? Well, sure, you can just move on, but did you learn anything from that exam? Now, obviously, if you just didn't prepare, that's an easy learning uh, um, opportunity there. But if you thought you were prepared and you don't look back at that test to see what your mistakes were, to redo the problems, 
you are not gaining the opportunity to learn from it. You're just kind of passing it by and the same mistake will be repeated. Um, the goal isn't gone until you've given up on said goal. And so understanding maneuvering it, learning, taking that data and, and trying new things. Um, but thinking that you can do it all in one day and then say you failed, that's where intensity screws you. You can't train for nine hours on a, you know, a Monday and then back on Tuesday be in shape. Um, so a lot of times what we talk about is, is, is seeking the advice from people around us, um, but making sure that advice is good. Um, there's voluntary and involuntary uh, consistency. You know? So being consistent with bad advice uh, is going to make you consistently bad. Um, so you have to really be good at this. Bad advice um, or involuntary consistency would be something that's like um, being sick or injured. You can't change it. You can't control it. You just have to kind of work through it and understand that it's just a matter of time before things get a little bit better. Um, you know, for fitness, let's say, uh, if your current program um, has you come into the gym and you leave in pain, you don't love coming back. You don't want to do it every day. You can't come back and train the next day. Um, you don't feel like you're being helped. That's probably not good. Um, you're going to walk away either broken emotionally and spiritually, mentally, whatever you want to call it. Um, and your body's just going to break down. You can't always cram the 10 pounds of shit in a 5-pound shit bag. Um, you know, if you're too tired, you're not excited, you're probably, there's probably a better program for you to be following. Um, probably better advice. Um, I, we use the word goal a lot, but a lot of times goals can kind of fuck us too. Um, you get too big picture thinking and uh, you're going to have a hard time showing up if you're just trying to reach that goal. This is the what. The goal is the what. The why is what drives you, what keeps you coming back every single day. I want to feel better about myself. Um, you know, the goal might be, the what might be, I want to be ripped. I want to be 10 pounds lighter. But why? Will it make you feel better? Will it make your joints feel better? All these things, uh, the driving forces, are crucial to really understand. And you have to dive into that. Um, you know, it's not to sit there and trash goals. They, they can be beneficial, but the why is just a far superior question. And it's important that if you're getting shit answers, you're probably asking shit questions. So start asking better questions. Um, you know, Stephen Covey uh, talked about prioritizing um, the, 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 your priorities. So when we're developing for, say, uh, say, a workout program, you don't plan your workout program around your schedule that's already existing. You plan your existing schedule around your workouts. You have to prioritize things um, so that way you show up. If you ask anybody in a gym, ask your friends, ask your coworkers, whatever it might be, when you work out, a lot of the time people will say, oh, I work out before I go to work. Um, I work out after I put the kids to bed. I work out on my lunch hour. They have a why, but they, they put that in and then they fit everything else around it because it's a priority to them, their health, their wellness, whatever they want to do. Take a piece of paper out, write down the days, the times that you're going to work out, or you, you know, whatever you meal prep, um, and then develop the pro the the schedule around that. So that way, that takes precedent. That doesn't get uh, moved aside, and it's important to you. Writing it down first, it just the brain acknowledges it as crucial to you. Um, for me, like I've I 
been sick over not working out. And sometimes I don't understand my why uh, because I come home and I eat like shit. But there's something about just moving, even when it's shitty. I don't always have a good relationship with shit movement or what well, I shouldn't say shit movement, but just not moving to my best. But as I get a little bit older, I start to understand my emotions around it and, and strive to be less perfect and just show up. I start to understand that I just like to sweat. I like to move. It's the nervous energy. I have to, I have to move away from um, letting that stuff get bottled up. Um, so find out the, the priority of it. The other side of it, and I just kind of talked about this, was you need to remove all the feelings um, about these things. There's a lot of emotion around commitment. Um, you know, and use the example of like going to the dentist. The dentist is an extremely intense thing, right? But if we only went to the dentist two times a year, or in my case, I haven't been in a couple of years, oops. Um, but if you only go two times a year, that's a very intense experience, no doubt. But if that's all you do for your, your oral health, your teeth break up for the fallout. So the consistency comes in brushing your teeth twice a day, flossing, um, you know, just take good oral hygiene. So that way the dentist is a little bit less intense, still an intense experience, but it's not the only thing you're doing for that. You're developing good health through that. Um, you don't, but going back to the emotions, you don't have emotions towards brushing your teeth. Maybe you're annoyed by it, but you just do it. And that's kind of what we're trying to strive for, um, in, in your health and wellness plans, your nutrition, uh, there are things I struggle with. It's very emotionally driven for me. And detaching from that emotion and just going and following the why and being pragmatic about things will definitely help you set up for success. Um, so the other side of emotion is, is beating yourself up for missing something. Um, and this is, again, something I struggle with too. If I don't work out, I'm, I feel guilt. Um, if I have a bad meal, I feel guilt. But these are still just things going on in the brain that it pushes me down rather than build me up. I can have a bad meal. I'm going to go out and have a beer. I'm going to uh, have a, a lot of ice cream at some point. I like pizza. I'm going to eat that. But understanding that doing that here and there, it's kind of like just, it's the reverse of the priority. You just schedule that in every once in a while. Not necessarily schedule it, but you, you know what I mean. Um, and it doesn't have to become this super intense experience. It's, it's that balance. Consistency is balance. It's just showing that up. Um, but beating the shit out of yourself isn't going to allow you to build up. It's not going to allow you to show up tomorrow with any more energy. Uh, understand that, okay, you had a pizza. Move on. It's not going to make or break you. If you died from that, there's probably some underlying issue. Uh, but telling yourself you're not good enough, um, you need to pay attention to these feelings. I need to pay attention to these feelings. Um, making sure that you limit the damage, and I struggle to use the word damage, but limit the experience, the duration of that experience. It doesn't have to be super intense. Just right back on to where you were starting at, the consistency of things, just move forward with it. You do not have to be perfect to achieve your goals. Uh, the other side of it is too many options. If you come into the gym, again, man, these are all things I struggle with. So this is easy to talk on for me, but I come into the gym and sometimes I'm like, I don't know what program I want to be following. I don't know what I want to do. I don't have a why. I'm just there. That's why I decided to take on the idea of playing the gym. Um, but too many options can paralyze you. It's the paradox of choice. Um, it delays the inevitable. Um, and you're not, you're just stalling from the things that you actually want to achieve. Um, and, and you're not really getting started. You're not really being able to continue to show up. Um, you don't have to think. You just have to show up um, and understand that you don't need goals 
is that kind of the goal is kind of synonymous with intensity to me. You just have to understand the why. And the why is that balance. Why do I continue to show up? The consistency every single day in and out of what I'm doing. Um, and the results will definitely come from that. When you detach from that emotion and you just show up and you understand your why and you start building these habits of consistency, um, you know, having vegetables at every meal or just trying to put more good in at every meal, put a little bit longer workout here or whatever it might be, um, you stop making excuses, you're going to see serious results. Even in just a couple days of getting back on the, the, the train tracks, I feel so much better. My sleep is better. I don't feel like I need to sleep as much, although I probably should be sleeping more. Um, you know, that's, there's another example. You don't get eight hours without starting at five hours. If you're at four hours, you need to hit the fifth hour to hit the sixth hour. It's all about just climbing the ladder and understanding that as you climb the ladder, although someone from the very bottom could look up and say, holy shit, that's intense. You didn't start way up at the top of the ladder. You took one step, two step, and those, those steps were intense maybe in, in progression, but because you've built that foundation over time, you're just in a much better place and your results will follow. It will become habitual and all of a sudden you have this freedom. So, um, I think that's pretty much all I have to say on intensity versus consistency. Uh, while doing, I mean, I, sitting here talking about these things, the examples just kind of, they pop up. I have a lot of stuff written down, but the more I started talking about it, the more I thought about my own experiences and how I can apply these things. Um, I would love it if, if you are struggling with things or whatever you've done in the past, shoot me a message. Uh, I love learning other people's styles and, and how they got there. Um, but if you need help, it's always nice to get advice. I think I'm a pretty honest person and, and try to shoot people straight. And specifically with gym and nutrition, it's, it's not that big of a deal. It's something I struggle with sometimes for myself, a lot of times for myself. But I understand the mental side of it as much as I understand the actual physical side of ingesting food. So if you're struggling with it, let me know. Share your thoughts about it. Um, but I think that's a wrap for today. So when you're done listening to this, be sure to go over to YouTube. This video will be up, hopefully, if it recorded properly. Uh, it'll be up on YouTube, but there's some other videos, and hopefully we'll have some other stuff like um, movement uh, demo, uh, movement uh, demos from the gym. Wow, easy for me to say. Um, and then just other videos of thoughts that are coming to mind, maybe about consistency, intensity. Uh, there's some videos up there about um, the mind, you know, the voice inside your head and how we I deal with that or try to deal with that. Um, but be, be sure to subscribe on that. Follow me on Twitter at LifeWellDone, Instagram at LifeWellDone. Hit me up on Facebook. All these pages are starting to get rolling here. And then obviously on iTunes, make sure you subscribe, like, leave a comment, and let me know your thoughts. All right, guys, get after it. Try and show up every day, and I will talk to you soon. Have a good one.